like to pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today. Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three expats discuss education, culture, and life here on the Soul Patch of Asia, the Korean Peninsula. I'm Jack, and I'm here with Kevin and Ryan. Guys, how are you doing this evening? Okay. All right. I'm good. Awesome. To be here. Um, I wanted to uh, start today's uh, podcast or tonight's podcast off with a little correction from uh, last last week. Um, we talked about waste management in uh, Korea, and uh, as I listened to the podcast last week, I realized I, I got my my decades mixed up a little bit. Um, and uh, what, what happens? I, yeah, I know that happens sometimes. You know, the seventies, the nineties. Uh, who who knows? Um, but I was talking about the the economic boom that uh, that that caused that that was really the impetus for Korea to go to the uh, you know pay as you throw away your garbage uh, system. That economic boom happened in the 70s, uh, from the 70s to the 90s. And so I said mm. last week it was in the 90s and the 2000s. That's actually, in the late 90s, there was an economic uh, collapse. And that's the... Uh, right, that we'll, was the IMF that we Yes, we we'll talk really about that. Briefly. Exactly, exactly. And uh, there is, I mean, if you look at Korea's economy, like the growth chart, it is basically like a 90 degree angle uh, going upward. It, with two dips, the big one in late 90s, and then obviously the 2008 uh, financial crisis where every, mm-hmm. you know, to rip through every country. Um, so uh, I apologize to listeners out there. And uh, the other uh, stat that I, I kind of messed up was uh, at the time in, the, in 1970, uh, they were, Korea was producing uh, 12,000 tons of garbage per day, not total. So that was per day. And then it, it, by 1990, they were producing uh, 84,000 tons per day. So you can see that it was like eightfold okay. uh, increase uh, per day. So that was, they had to do something. And so that's why they, in the mid nineties, they switched over to that system. So. Nice. Well, anyway, thanks for the yeah. correction. I'm always a fan of, of getting the correct information. And so. Yeah. I don't want, I, you know, I don't want the listeners up to, uh, you know, start uh, holding court out there and have the wrong information and then blame the, the soul patch uh, for, for the bad info. So I heard um, it on the internet. Yeah. You're, you're talking trash. Then uh, uh, you got the, you got the right info here. Um, nice. So, so I, we, we had a different uh, topic planned for tonight, but the, uh, I think the, the fact that we're, are we, are we technically entering the fourth wave now? Is that? Uh... Um, yeah, I saw an article actually just earlier saying that we were in the fourth wave. I mean, I don't know who's in charge. I don't know who's the, the, the surfer on the board judging the waves. But uh, yeah, I would, I would say it seems pretty safe that, that the fourth wave yeah. hath begun. I mean, we're at two days yeah. in a row. Oh, I've got the numbers for today. So yesterday was, was our, our almost record-breaking day. It was the second biggest day ever at what was it 1212 um yesterday as of six o'clock today we were already at 1100 oh really um, already so we'll get the we'll get yeah so we're already at at two days in a row of over a thousand we will see what the final numbers are tomorrow when it gets released but as of as of six o'clock we were already at actually slightly more than we were at at six o'clock yesterday by like four people so it's very similar to what we were at yesterday yeah so I think that it, that means that we're that we're definitely in a uh, a, a crisis point. I would say as far as the yeah, uh, I mean, number of infections. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I pulled up some data. Do you guys know when the last, when the third wave uh, occurred? Are you guys, uh, did you, did you follow that the one with the, no, not really. I mean, okay. I, 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 I looked it up really quickly. I've been watching, I've been reading the data about today and people are talking about, you know, the last ones. Is that, is the third wave, is that when the last record was or when the record day was? I, I don't know. I think the, the record was from the uh, December of 2000. That was, that was early. It was last Right. The the record the current record day depending on you know how how today goes, um, was December either twenty fourth or twenty fifth like right like Christmas basically, right. um, and that was that the third wave. That or, was the third wave, right? Like because right, right. I when yeah. I looked up the third wave, it was they're talking about coming out of it in January, so they were right. implementing so was, uh, pretty event. strict uh, social distancing um, measures in order to uh, to to try to. Uh, you know, mitigate that, uh, the, the third wave. And I, the thing is, I, my, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it's all like happening on television for me. It's not, n- yeah. none of my, it, it's not, I don't experience anything different. I, maybe it's because I'm out in Gyeonggi or, uh, you know, because we're working from home, but I don't, hmm. I don't, it's just my experience is it's all, it all bleeds together. And I'm wondering if you guys have, you know, felt the, a difference when things tighten right. up in Seoul and when things had loosened up. Did you, did you feel I had a difference? conversation? I had a conversation about this this morning with a friend um, talking about how we react to things, how we internalize these events versus the real and immediate um, physical objective uh, effect. So like, for example, right now we're doing a whole podcast about how this is a crisis. I mean, I shouldn't say air quotes. It is a type of a crisis. But when it comes to the, and I'm not downplaying COVID at all. It's a mm. serious issue. But let's just look at statistics for one second. Like, in Korea, if you're under the age of 50 years old, so everybody under the age of 50 years old, there are about 95,000 cases of COVID total. So that's a drop in the bucket compared to a lot of developed countries where there's like pretty good stats coming out, pretty good uh, record keeping. And um, we could assume. How many people do you think have died under the age of 50 in Korea? 100,000 oh, cases. How many have died? Take, take a wild guess. Five, 10, 20. It's 26, actually. 500? <laughs> 26. 26. 26. 26. Yeah. And if you're under the age well, oh, of. 40, there's over 2,000 deaths total, right? Yes. But what, what's, what this you have to remember is, I mean, COVID is very much a disease a, a virus affecting old people. So if you're under the age of 40, so that'd be Kevin, right? You're still not 40, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm not up so with you guys. So under, <laughs> under the age of 40, the total number of deaths in Korea is 11. And if you're an 18 year old that's been going to high school you know, every day through this whole thing, you know, regular Korean living here and not traveling internationally. If you're a teenage kid, zero. There's been zero deaths under the age of 20. And the reason I mention this is not to downplay the virus, but I think it's interesting. It makes a good conversation about how we react to it. Mm-hmm. Because I think Korea's done a really good job at creating vigilance. I don't, f- I mean, based on the statistics, I really should not be that worried individually about myself. It's just, 
it's completely unlikely. It, it's just not going to happen. You're not mm-hmm. to get COVID is going to be really hard and to die from it's nearly impossible. But I still take the threat very seriously. And when I put a mask on to go outside or I'm going to my runs, whatever, I'm not just doing it to performatively, protect. you know. Yeah. yeah, it's not just for for the audience. It's not just mm-hmm. for grandma downstairs, you know, the, the people in my neighborhood. I put it on because it makes me feel like I'm being safe to myself. And so I think Korea has done a really good job of getting everybody into that space. My friend was commenting about the same thing. So um, she was saying that it's the same for her. She's like, I know the math. I know, like, what was the example? Um, if... I laid out 10,000 jelly beans on the table and I said, one of them's going to kill you, <laughs> but for every, but, but for every jelly bean that you eat, you will get a hundred grand, oh, hundred thousand US dollars for every jelly bean you can eat. <laughs> right. One of them's, one of them's deadly. So how many of those jelly beans would you eat? Now, if you're absolutely want to like, you know, protect yourself, you'd walk away from the deal. Maybe you don't care about a hundred grand. We could pick a different number, whatever is motivating for you. But the rational thing to do would be to probably pop a couple jelly beans because it's around around the same likelihood of getting COVID is like getting in a bus accident at this point. Bus accidents do happen. But I don't feel that way about COVID. I don't feel it's like the jelly beans or the bus accident. I feel very vigilant about it. I'm very concerned about it. And it's not just, again, for other people. I feel it for myself. And even though I can talk about this, in the math and statistics, the culture of awareness that Korea has managed to develop, I think is really good. And that gives me a lot of optimism for this, um, this spike that happened literally, was it just yesterday is the first day of it? And this is the second day. Yeah. Right. Although we haven't been out of, I mean, it's been at high numbers for a while. We were at 700 for the past week as well. So that was pretty high. Yeah. But if you look, if you look at the last week though, the last 10 days, it's trailing, um, it's trending down. So the highs are lower highs and the lows are lower lows for the last 10, 10 days. We were, we were headed down. And then just the last two days, we, yeah, but if you look just 20 days, then it was a a big jump up because it was like 500, 500, 500, 700, and then maybe slightly less, slightly less, slightly less. So we're still like 10 days trends still higher than 20 days ago. Well, this one, this is kind of interesting. I mean, it was a 10 day trend, not a 20 day trend. Uh, 80% of the new infections are from those in their twenties and thirties. Um, right. So this is a this is a like clearly uh, you know Hongdae, Gangnam situation, right? It's like it's just COVID fatigue is the way I see it. It's like young people were oh, like, yeah. oh sure, you know this is bullshit. It's been you know a year and a half. You told me to you kept me cooped up. I haven't been in the classroom in you know since 2019 or whatever. And I think people are just. I think it's a it's a similar dynamic that I think in America is experiencing. But but the thing that pisses me off about the American situation is that there are people that are not getting the vaccine by choice. You know what I mean? Like there's there there it's like you you ha- it's right there. Like the three of us. I, I I'm I'm speaking for you guys, but I'm you, please correct me if I'm uh, out of line here. But I think if the three of us had the choice to go get the vaccine right now. We would all get it. Am I correct in saying that? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the waiting list. Yeah, I mean, like, and so it's it's kind of annoying that there are these vaccines are going bad in America, and we can't even get our hands on one right now. 
And, and um, the people not taking it yeah. back there, I mean, it's pretty. It's all for ideological some, purposes, you know. It's terrible. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, yeah. I saw some. I don't remember which state. I it was Nebraska, maybe. I saw something that they said all of the the recent COVID deaths, a hundred percent of them were unvaccinated people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people who aren't getting the vaccine are honestly. I, kind of don't really feel bad for them at this point they've they've made their own bed well, at this point. they've had the cho- the option to get the vaccine i mean plenty but, of time. i mean come on the, they died i mean it's okay to feel bad for them yeah i mean i know um, I, I understand the impulse that you have but i mean at the end of the day you know as like uh from as a human we of course uh don't wish death on anybody someone jump off a bridge and after they've been told don't jump off that bridge don't jump off that bridge and they do and yeah. they die it's like well they kind of had it coming I, I i see i see your point but I, the reason I'm, I'm hesitant and i reserve judgment and all that is kind of based on what i was just talking about how the collective really creates the opinion i would think that if you took a handful of people here in seoul and let's say you know, 80% of them are willing to get the vaccine and you take that same population and you slap them in the United States for the last year, it would probably drop to like 50 or something. Like, I, oh. I think there's something about the culture around yeah. it that's informing that that decision. That's, that's oh, the only 100%, reason I 100%. Yeah. I don't, of course. Like, there's people that just don't have the information or they're getting bad information. I mean, that's well, a, I mean, misinformation, that's a pretty big issue, This, you know, 21st century. I want to jump back to what you said, Ryan, because I think I'm I think the place where I get my news, which and, and I, I consider myself a I, I follow politics a little more closely than than, than your average normie. Like I, I yeah, both uh, of you guys a lot of political sure. and but it's all it's all new media uh, and it's all you know progressive because that's my uh, ideological core. I feel like I am a progressive. And so. Uh, and, and so I think that you're, you're right, that there is a, a, a tendency, I think, on the left to kind of get hysterical about it, too. It, you know what I mean? Like there because I think what you're what you're describing is kind of a, a his, is, is, is kind of a his, uh, I can't think of the word, but, uh, uh, you know, being being hysterical about it. And, uh, um, and yeah, and maybe. Not, but I, I wouldn't want to say to to either go the other extreme and say it's not an issue or to call the middle. I wouldn't try to do call the middle on an issue like this. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, this is an old um, idea now. For me, I would be very, very comfortable saying that I'm going to err on the side of hysterical because what's the worst that could happen for me? Like, oh no, I was wrong and I wore a mask. <laughs> right, like, right. It costs you, you know, nothing. Like, yeah, It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm not even going to like, I, I just don't like to even like touch picking a side there. It's like, no, if you want to ask me, I'm going to take all the precautions because I'm not an a-hole. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I want to, you know, like if everybody laughs at me later, like, ha ha, COVID wasn't real. Look at you trying to be nice to people. Like, yeah. okay, fine. Make fun of me for being a good guy. Good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's the same with all of the government precautions that we're yeah. going through. If the government does a good job and, and clamps down things really hardcore and then we don't get an outbreak, everyone's like, well, what did we do it for? Um, and we, yeah. But if, they, if, if we don't do it and then we have a hardcore outbreak, everyone is saying, like, well, why haven't we gone hardcore on it? So, yeah, I'm the same. Like, I'm saying right now they, they need to put us into a, a higher 
higher level of they've got a new system by the way i i don't quite understand oh really it it's a four-tier system now yeah it, it, I, I know I've it's got been it like, right here oh i uh, heard you guys want to hear oh, can, yeah okay. please because it yeah. changes every damn week it, yeah it yeah i got like, the uh i got them right here and as you guys know um my my wife and i are uh small business owners so we're i kind of it's it's you have to stay abreast of this sort of stuff because you don't sure. know if you don't ever you don't want to be held responsible for uh, you know, some, uh, if somebody does get sick or, or be the, but, but it's really hard to kind of control people too. You know what I mean? Like it's, they're going to do what they want to do. And so, uh, so level one is, uh, uh, level one is maintain, maintain at least one meter distance from others. Um, and so, uh, yeah, at least one meter distance. So, I mean, that's, you know, I, I mean, I, I see people hugging on the, on the when I you know was driving home tonight I, I I see people holding hands and walking there's n nobody's following this you know uh when it's <laughs> I wonder, like level so that's one. one meter is that that's all that level one is just just don't yeah. don't be don't be hanging over the people on the street next to you exactly it's just like basically just, you can you can have as many you could have as many people together as you want but as long as everybody's a meter apart so that seems it's a very strange uh you know um, yeah it, we'll do virtually nothing I mean, it, it is level one so that basically means that we're that we have virtually no nothing to worry about if we are at that stage so right okay, and, so and I, I noticed on nam yeah oh sorry go ahead oh, sorry i i've noticed on namsan um on the trail it's like you know it's uh like a two-car lane wide trail just for walking and when i'm up there running obviously when you're running towards people they give you you know everybody gives each other a little space someone's coming up on me i give them a little space but um since covid it's definitely more than double like the human i don't know what you call, what do you call that your comfort zone physical <laughs> yeah. comfort zone. personal space like like that your personal space yeah your personal yeah. space on the trail is it's more than doubled and it hasn't changed since this all began it's like it's like everybody has a force field around them when they're right. coming by each other mm. a couple of nice, uh, like yeah it's <laughs> well the thing is, when, when I went jogging in my neighborhood, uh, I, and I, I run sporadically, I, it, I, I have a hard time keeping up with it. But uh, the uh, there's a lot of people uh, like walking, and and so there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of space to to give that. There's no way you could do a meter of, of social distancing. Oh, like on the on a sidewalk. Yeah, on the sidewalk. sidewalk. So yeah. I run with a sure. mask like fully over my face. I just kept the mask on. Mm -hmm the whole time because I, because there's a lot of elderly people that are walking around mm. and I just, it, it's mm. not that I'm afraid. I'm, I'm just want them to know, like you said, I'm not an a-hole, you know, it's like, it, mm. I just, yeah. I care about you, you know, like I don't, I would feel yeah. sick if I would contributed to your, you know, bad health in yeah, any that, way. And the, the camaraderie, the camaraderie around that, that thing, it's totally real. I mean, it's not just in our heads. I passed a runner, uh, just a few days ago and okay so my the trail i run is that double wide but that's just like the first half of the other half is on a sidewalk as i come back around through the other half of namsan it's like the base of namsan and so i'm up on the sidewalk so when i get there i always pull my mask up you know if i'm in the mountain and no one is around you know i'm running at midnight typically so i'll take the mask down but i always have it and i pop it back up i passed a dude coming at me and we both did the same thing <laughs> you and it up? was like it yeah, and it was like at the same time we both did one of these. <laughs> like, you got all the, right uh, for our listeners out there. Yeah. Ryan's giving the double thumbs up. Uh, just oh yeah, our, Sorry, uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah, it was just it was kind of cool. Like we both gave each other a thumbs up. Like right on, dude. You know. Yeah. 
and we're two guys that are probably, you know, he's, he's probably between like 20 and 40 years old, you know, and it's not like we're really, you know, again, mathematically, are really worried about each other. We're two like health nuts up on the mountain at midnight. This isn't like a real threat, but you do it because right. it feels good. And that's a good thing that we feel good about being healthy for others. You know, it's deep. It's just like automatic reaction. You know, it's in the DNA here. I mean, uh, this is going to be a kind of a, a aside, but uh, talking about the IMF crisis and how Korea pulled itself out of that thing is a that is going to make a great podcast. I, I have to do some research about that because I don't know enough yet. But I know that they what they did the 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 community of as a country pulling itself together and, and pulling itself out of that uh, financial crisis was nothing short of a miracle. And when we talk about it, you, you, you just can't even imagine it happening uh, in the States, you know, I, it's just, um, so I, I guess participating in that uh, kind of, uh, that kind of vibe or whatever, it does feel good. And I wish I could just, I, I want to try to, you know, for our listeners that are in the United States, I would love to be able to just like translate this to them and, and, you know, just, just, just try, just yeah. participate in the, you know, in the, in the, what you're talking about, that vibe of like, of doing good to your brother, you know, just a golden rule or whatever, you know, um, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's just, uh, it's kind of frustrating to, to kind of watch it from overseas and see, you know, that there is just like, like, for example, uh, a story where uh, there were a couple of kids sitting on a bench and they were uh, a couple of, uh, uh, I'm going to, assume they're right wingers or whatever started accosting them and, and yelling at them for wearing a mask. You know, why are you wearing that? Take that thing off. It do, you know, don't, you know, and yeah, it's just like, point? what is the point of that? I don't understand what that serves. It's all, it's so, I don't know, you yeah. know, self-indulgent or whatever. And so I, I just, to be fair, not everyone in Korea is quite as altruistic as they make it seem. I have seen some okay. stories in the news of similar things to that of people like yelling at people from wearing masks or things like that. I mean, it's very rare. That's like the, the one. But are they? But are they given? A, like but are they given a, a platform? But are they given a platform? I mean, that's the difference. Like, if someone does that and they're like, "Hey, take off the mask," in Korea, I think typically the reaction is. Yeah, that's the crazy guy. Shut up. Oh, sure. But mm-hmm. in yeah. the States, it's a politicized thing. And we give them a platform. We're like, huh, maybe they have a point. Let's hear their opinion. Right. And then it's you know, somewhere it's in the like, middle. Oh, so on. wear the mask half off your face and half on. And then yeah. you're, that's the right answer. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> right. Yeah. So let's have half measures. Make everybody happy. It's Everybody's like, a moderate. Oh, you know? Not on this yeah. issue. Any <laughs> other issue we can do, but not this one. Come on. Let's just make this simple. It's not an inconvenience. It's not that big of a deal. I know. But. It's a little uh, so let's see what's what's step two okay, so number two Jack, yeah let's... thank you for oh, pulling yeah. me back to uh, uh to, <laughs> Thanks, back Jeff. to earth here uh number two is uh they ban private gatherings of more than eight people and oh, require eight. people to keep eight square meters apart at coffee shops restaurants and other places of public accommodation so that's level two what does it mean to keep eight square meters apart so like your center someone. of this of an eight square you're the center so, of it but I mean, if I'm saying keep so, apart from someone, wouldn't it just be better to say stay eight meters away instead of stay four meters away? I think what the it's, I think it's, what it's what like four meters moving. <laughs> no, I, I think I think what it means is, is it, I think it's no, a it mathematical is. formula. So let's say your let's say your uh, restaurant is like <laughs> forty square meters or whatever. That means you can have enough people that'll ah. fit 
eight, uh, you know, you divide okay. it or whatever, and there's some kind of, you know, it, it, it's like you, so, you, the threshold is five gotcha. people or something. Yeah. Okay. So it's not yeah, an individual. So, uh, you stay X number of meters away from everyone around you. And you have to be constantly calculating <laughs> how you have how to wear. You have to wear like a hula hoop thing. It's it's kind of a. It's got like it's got suspenders on it, and then uh, yeah. But if you one know, person yeah. gets closer, then other people have to get further away to balance. No, that's okay. So it makes more sense. Yeah, in a in a restaurant or in some type of establishment, they yeah do the math and X number of people per square meters. Okay. That, exactly. I think it's that's... just a shorthand for like cops who are yeah. you know do I write a ticket or not, and it's just okay. Um, yeah, yeah, young, yeah, young yeah, or whatever. yeah. Uh, number three though is uh, it's where uh, you know shit gets real here um, and is this where we are now I assume we're in we are three? at level two right now at least in Seoul right what? now yeah. it's level two and it sounds it sounds like we're gonna jump to four right that's the idea no, but, we're gonna jump over but three right now they're still limiting to people to parties of, of less than five I know yeah you know what I the, the thing is the weird thing I found is I think I think less than five is 1.5 I think they started making like in between well that's where the whole system is just just ass backwards because we've had like so many different systems as well like this this new four-step system is pretty new to me mm -hmm. um the last i remember there was a a, a 2.5 step system and we were at level two of 2.5 i remember a while ago so it was like a, a effectively four out of five i don't know why they were doing half well, steps but then yeah sorry go ahead. yeah then there was also like step 2.1 and they were like yeah. turn one thing on the gauge up but other things down and it was just wiggy and and so i think they're still mixing things up a little bit so we're officially at level two of four which is interesting but it's not like just following those guidelines but it's it's level two for greater soul and uh i'm assuming okay. gyungi as well but Probably. it's level one for all other areas in korea so if you look at the map it's like soul is 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 quite on fire well i you know i hate to use that kind of uh inflammatory language because like ryan was kind of laid out statistically this this thing is still under control but um but the the most of the uh uh the new infections are in seoul and, and gyeonggi and, and yeah. gangwondo but as you go you know as you get farther out it's 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 it, it's not a problem so um I think everybody, everywhere else is like level one, but uh, Seoul is at level two, but it looks like we're heading to level three, which is to ban private gatherings of more than four people and advise people to stay home. So yeah. that's when- What I heard in the news today is that they're gonna jump level three, we're gonna go straight to level four. Oh, okay. That was, that was the buzz this morning. Okay, well, what I saw not even recently, have. I mean, there's, we're yeah. all getting our news from slightly different sources. I saw that they were, yeah. the last I saw was that we're still at whatever level we're at, level 2.3, um, <laughs> and, uh, and that they're going to wait like two or three days to, to see what happens and then make a decision, which to me seems a bit late, like two or three days isn't really going to do much of everything. I also saw in the news that they're predicting or not predicting, anticipating that it could jump up to 2,000 a day within the next week or so. Um, so yeah, I mean, jumping up to level four is, I'm not, I'm not a government like, you know, well, there this, are some, there's some serious economic implications for four because, uh, right. private gatherings of more than two it. people banned. So you can't have more than two people. And after six o'clock merchants are required to close shop. By, That's oh, sorry, the big one. That's by 9 PM. Sure. Sorry for, uh, yeah. 9 PM. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the one the that just, one. that just destroys 
it's it's what already yeah. destroyed everybody the first time around and they're just starting right. to kind of come out of it and all of a sudden this fourth wave has really got people spooked i think and that's it's it's mostly yeah. about the you know the, the merchants the, the the you know and that to... that's why that's exactly why we were talking about it this morning was mm -hmm. because it's the actual one that you know it's the detail that's going to have the biggest economic impact it's um yeah that's a huge decision yeah I mean, and that's I think where, that's why, we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's where really where Korea just did things so differently. I mean, if we go back a year ago, um, or even slightly more than a year ago, when Korea was like number one, when everyone in the news was talking about how badass Korea was at handling this, that's where Korea did really well, is because they managed to clamp things down while keeping the economy open. You, know, you have other examples of countries that also did really, really well at controlling COVID, um, like, I mean, Vietnam. China, of course, like they clamped shit down, but they also closed their economy um, and just shit tanked. And so that's where Korea, and that's where it's a, it's a very tight balance. You know, it's like for me, who's not a shop owner, I'm like, clamp it down, let's just get this shit done. But then of course it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. but then, I mean, there's a lot of people's lives who are affected not from getting Corona, but from from business and, and from their work and things like that. I mean, so it's a, it's a, it's a tightrope. I mean, the thing about like China is, is that's, I mean, they can like a, like a scalpel, they shut down Wuhan, right? Like they just, yeah. they can, and they can do it immediately by just, you know, edict, like you're, this is done. This is the line. Don't cross right. it. And, and we just, you just can't do that in a, in a, it just doesn't work in a, a, a democracy or, a, you know, no, of a, course. And so uh, so the, the second best option is what Korea did was like, let's just test, test, test like crazy and try mm -hmm. to, you know, let's, let's not, uh, uh, let's find these clusters and, and, and shut it down and get these people quarantined. I think the problem now is that it seems to be very spread out. Uh, like I said, right, among that's... these 20s and 30 year olds. And that's the, I think it, so it, I think there, the problem might be that it's just like a matter of how do you get young people to comply and uh you know my sympathy really does like i, I really do sympathize with with my students because you know our students oh, are yeah. you know they're in their their 20s and they've put up with this for a year and a half and they still like last on the list to yeah. get the the uh the vaccination but like ryan said there's there are no deaths. did you say no deaths of under nobody under 20 18. zero under right. 20 zero under 20 i was using 18 year olds as an example but zero under 20 yeah, mm. zero under 20. Yeah, I mean, this is like you were saying, uh, I, I feel really bad for young people today. And I'm really glad that I'm not a young person today. You know, like my idea of a good Saturday night, even before all this went down, was generally chilling at home, drinking a bottle of wine and watching a movie with the wife. Like that's, that, that, that is, I like that. That's fun. 10 years ago, or when I first came to Korea, no, that's a, that's a terrible Saturday. And I would be one of those crazy asshole kids being like, I'm just gonna go, it'll be fine. Like I'd be one right. of those people out there. So I'm, I mean, I'm glad that this, uh, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with this when I was that age, I guess. Yeah, because I, I did not yeah. have the maturity to deal with that either when I was in my early twenties or my mid twenties. Well, I would have failed late twenties. <laughs> I mean, I, no. that that mask would have been a, you know, would have been like a, an eye patch after a couple of drinks, you know, like this is hilarious. Right. Um, or, you yeah, know, whatever. I think a lot of people I think a lot of people 
you know, again, trying to give some credit to, to even the younger people, like, like Kev said, a year and a half for someone who's, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking of the people, the students that we have that started as freshmen in yeah. the beginning of this, they haven't had any universe. Could you imagine the I first know. half? I mean, that time is so much longer than it is like for us now. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's so substantial. Your first two years of university just basically don't exist. The university experience. I think a lot of those, those students, I do think they they probably are breaking some rules, but I, I imagine they're, ma- I mean, I'm trying to, think, trying to think what I would do. Like what mm-hmm. Kevin was saying, like, yeah, I'd probably be the guy going out. I think me and my friends, we would just make our own rules. We would still have rules. We'd still want to do the right thing. Like we would have parties, but we would all wear like surgical gloves and, you know, like, you know, it'd be like a, you know, <laughs> I like a surg- surgery party, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> Like you have a bubble party, through a you got a, see, a shield, yeah, and, uh, but yeah. exactly, exactly, a straw through the mask, like this kind of thing. <laughs> it would be, uh, we're all gonna do like, uh, you know, bubble party. Yeah. We're all gonna wear uh, like flaming lips. You know, we're all gonna be inside bubbles, <laughs> right? Like something, something like this. I, I, I think, I think uh, people are still. I think this. My point I'm trying to make since the beginning of this discussion is that I think the sentiment is still very proactive here even if you do have fatigue setting in, I still don't think you have people flipping the table being like, this is a lie. It's not real. I'm quitting. I think mm. it's just like, damn it. Can't we just go out and have a beer? I will sit way over here. You sit way over there. He sits way over there. Um, you know, I think it's like this kind of attitude, like people yes. trying to like, well, just make it work. We're just going to make it work. Get, throw me you a know? bone. Like, give me something that I can, right. you know, like, like you can't just expect yeah. me to, you know, uh, it, that's really interesting. I, I, uh, I had a thought there and it just, uh, escaped me, but, uh, um, I, yeah, I mean, I was, it probably is like yeah. Ryan was a lot of, a lot of young people. Too. I mean, we, it's, it's easy to, to assume that they don't know what they're doing, but really, I mean, they're probably doing the same math that Ryan is doing as well. They're, you know, like, okay, a thousand people got it yesterday out of a city of 10 million. Like, ah, we can go and hang out tonight. We're going to be okay. You know, and they're, they're thinking of, that they're going to be okay because it's just been so goddamn long. And they're like, one night yeah. out isn't going to hurt anyone. But that's that's not my and point. So, I'm not saying that I think that at all. I don't think that at all. I don't think it's okay. My point is opposite. I'm saying I react to it as though it's imminent. No, I'm I saying that's what the young people deep today deep. Are, are doing is that they're just, oh, okay. They're, they're saying like, okay, it's been a I'm year saying and a half. Statistically, I okay. can read that it's not, not that like, like I'm looking at the stats right now on Corona board, the, the 70 and 80 year olds make up 80% of deaths, 70, 70 mm-hmm. or older is 80% of deaths. They make up 10% of infections. So, you know, you just look at these numbers and it's like, yeah, even if, even if, and it's very unlikely that you would, you would catch it, but even if you did, it, we'll be fine. You're probably going to clear it. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, you, you, you're going to clear it unless you have some underlying health issue. The, the problem is, like though, I, how many of these, how many of the young people, like our students, live with their grandparents? That's the other thing. Is that exactly. The, that's the thing that I think yeah. scares the the pants off of them. Is like they're like, I don't want to kill grandma. I don't want to kill grandpa. Oh, I th- and that keeps them the, in line the, here. The owner of this house that that we live in, they live. She lives alone on the first floor. She's I think 86, mm-hmm. and like I. I don't even approach like when she wants to talk, she stays at her on her porch on yeah. by her door. I back up as soon as she, she comes out. I just, I back up and I'm like, Hey, yeah, <laughs> I know what's going on. I'm over here. You're over there. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to. Um, yeah. 
yeah so I, I think that i still i still think there's the vigilance here is is real but the fatigue is definitely starting to set in i wonder if that's what it is or per the conversation i was having this morning I don't want to go completely paranoid. We don't know yet, but this Delta variant um, right. being resistant or something to vaccines, if that's what's going on, because we had such a handle on this, it seemed like it was trending down and then it pops just well, as this is coming online. Let me, let me ask you something. There's a lot me. of Delta and, and I don't think that from some of the things that I was reading about uh, some of the articles today are, is just saying that like the Korean quarantine from abroad has been a bit lax uh, and so apparently like Delta, I mean, Delta is definitely here. So we're dealing with that. I don't know if that's what is spreading right now or not, but it's, it's here. We're definitely dealing. Well, with the, it. the, the, my understanding is, and, and Ryan, I think you could, you could probably talk about this with your, your background in uh, biology, but, uh, my, my understanding was that the, 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 the virus mutated and, uh, it's, it's almost like a, like a lock and a key and that it, it, it rotated. And so now when you're, when the virus is in the air, it's, it's, it's like, um, it just fits together so much easier, so much more smoothly. And so that, so it's, it's, so, it's a lot more contagious, the, the Delta variant. And, uh, but if you're vaccinated, uh, apparently you still have some protection. You might get sick, but you're not gonna get as sick as you would if you didn't have the vaccine. Um, and so that's why they're still really pushing the vaccine in the United States saying, you know, they've got all these vaccines that are just basically going bad and, uh, and millions of people that, that won't take it. Um, and if this Delta variant just sweeps through, I, I, this, you know, it could be, a, it, it could be catastrophic in, in the United States. But I just, I feel like Korea, I, I, I don't have that, that feeling of dread when I, uh, in Korea, that, you know, it, it, I feel like they're going to yeah. be able to figure it out. And, uh, it, it just because I, I think it just comes down to, like you said, the culture, the, the political ideology and, and is, is so poisonous in the states that it's actually affecting um, how people take care of their own health. You know, I mean, it's it's a it's, it's a very it's the strangest time in my life right now. I wonder if you guys feel that way, too. I mean, this is just I mean, it's a once in a lifetime event, I guess, of a global pandemic. Hopefully. But I mean, Hopefully. just the politics and the health, the, the pandemic, uh, along with the politics on top of it, it's just it's just surreal. And it's such a it's such a strange time to to be alive. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure where I'm going yeah, with that I point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everything everything gets politicized. Things get politicized here, too. It's just, yeah, America's like a professional at it. <laughs> it's like, you know, and it, you, you could you could politicize you could politicize like, you know, cheeseburgers. I mean, they are right. Well, oh, freedom fries, you know, uh, don't, uh, not French fries, right? <laughs> yeah. And you thought that would have been uh, the end of it, right? Like that was ridiculous. <laughs> I thought we'd jump the shark at freedom fries, it. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was just the beginning. That was just the beginning. <laughs> no. Yeah. But you take an, you take an issue like this where you have an authority telling you what you should be doing. And it's very easy for someone to uh, create an opposition to that and make a tribe. And that, that's just how I see it. Yeah. And again, I mean, I don't, I don't even, uh, think about the politics when it comes to this what's been going on this last year and a half i mean i read about it whatever but i don't i don't speak out about it for me it's it's just a personal decision like i said before i'd rather err on the side of being laughed at for taking precautions because i was trying to be considerate to other people like that okay if that's that's the worst thing that's going to happen you know yeah. laugh at me because i wore a mask 
Well, let me. No, well, here I, it's I, not even. You wouldn't be laughed at for for wearing a mask. Here you'd be shunned for not wearing a mask. So no, I'm it's saying like you, were after, saying you took those like after those, these, let's say after like the the vac the virus turns out to be fake, right? The 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 population like let's say all of Korea like they the whole culture changes its tune and like ninety percent of <laughs> that turns into Fox News or whatever like. like <laughs> yeah, like that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's like like it turns into Hannity and Friends or whatever they call it. And good, you know, it's just like they, yeah. yeah, and they just all descend. And I'm like the one guy that like they're like, Oh, he wore a mask. Ha, 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 ha. What it's a like, cuck. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to like be nice to people. I guess I'm an idiot. Ha. You got me. You know, I'm over it. But on the other hand, I mean what's what's the benefit on the other hand? I might not look like an idiot. But I might also be responsible for promoting, you know, just, dis- you know, further distributing this virus and harming people. Exactly. So it's a no brainer. Did you? But it's, it's so funny how much politics you can pump into it. Did you ever wear a mask before the pandemic? I mean, I, I always had, like, since living in Asia, since I've been living one, in yeah. Asia, I've, yeah, if I had a cold or something, I'll wear a mask, uh, you know, yeah. in, in public. And I, I, it, it's such a, you know, it, it's, I, I would never, I didn't, wouldn't even know where to really get a, a surgical mask in the States. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't go yeah. to the local store and just buy surgical masks. It was, it's not yeah, something. And that's something, I don't know if we, if we had talked about that before, but I think that's a really important point to remember too, is that the whole subject of like wearing a mask, despite, you know, all these other things, you know, social distancing, blah, blah, blah. But the mask thing, that's radical for Americans. It's radical because we don't have a, like a day where you're walking around Chicago and everybody's wearing a mask or like half people wearing masks. That's just never really happened. Like since like what Spanish flu or something, it's just not a thing. Right. But here we might have, uh, you know, the, what is it? The Huangsa, we have like the dust storms or, you know, the, the general pollution, like the, the Nisei Manji, whatever, or people, you know, I have students, if they have a cold, they put on a mask. Um, And I would do the same thing. So, yeah, walking around and seeing like an uptick in people wearing masks here is like, huh, that's a thing, not a big deal. But in America, like 10% of people wearing masks is like, whoa, what is this? The end of the world? Exactly. And the thing is, yeah, we did already have a a bit of a head start in terms of of that kind of control here. It was wear a mask. Everyone's already got some at home. Well, is it, is yeah. it like and a vanity thing you think for, for Americans or is it just like, we're not, it's just, we're not used to it. It's, it's, it's uh, because I, there, there are, there are things I've observed in, in Korea and, and Asia in general that I find kind of interesting. Like, for example, it's going to be kind of a crass example, but you know, students in the classroom will stand stand up in class and ask the person next to them, oh, do you have any tissue? I have to go to the bathroom, you know? And then the, the person will open the per, you know, take out the tissue, hand it to them. You, that would never happen in an American classroom where everybody just sees it, but nobody bats an eye here, you know? Like the students are just like, yeah. it's, a, it's a biological function. It's, you know, totally normal. There's, you know, what nothing to see here. <laughs> but in America, it would just be the most, you know, it'd be the humiliating story that you, you know, take with you for 20 years, you know, like that, that time in college or I, I don't know what it is about. Yeah, is it, a, is it a vanity thing for us or I don't, I don't, just, cultural? I think, I mean, Korea also just has so much of that, that, I mean, this isn't just Korea, but I really can't speak of speak to it in other countries. So I don't, 
I don't know. But uh, Korea just has that that we culture here, right? I mean, that's what Ryan just said. Students will come into class just with a cold, you know, in years past when nothing was was crazy. And they'd be wearing a mask just so they've got a cold. And I'd ask them, I'd be like, oh, are, are, are you sick? I'd be like, yeah, sorry, I've got the mask. Like, no, that, that's fine. Um, and, you know, they're not worried about themselves. They're worried about other people. In America, wearing a mask, at first, it was, it was more about wear this to protect yourself, not to protect other people. And so Koreans, in this case, seem to be thinking about others more than Americans are thinking about themselves at this point. It's wear a mask to protect you from this. That mm. was the advertising campaigns in the States at first, whereas in Korea, it's just wear a mask to protect everybody, including yourself. And, and now it is in America as well, it's wear a mask to protect grandma and grandpa as well. And that's a big part of it. But I think at the beginning, it was really like, it's, it's an us versus me thing. And America is very me. That's really funny and, because and, the, the media that I was consuming at the time was, it, it was very much the, the, my mask protects <coughs> you, your mask protects me. And it was a very much a, a symbiotic kind of thing is, is that that was the uh, that's what they were preaching at the time. And a lot of the media that I consumed was you're, you're not wearing a mask just to protect yourself. You're wearing the mask to protect other people. And uh, but I think that that is that is music to a progressive's ears. Right. And so you have to sell it in a different way, depending on where you're politically or ideologically, you know, where your compass is set. Right. And so, I mean, this is this this is another aside here, but I, I'm just I want to know your your opinion about this. The, something that annoys me about the current political situation in America is like, at the beginning of the pandemic, Dr. Fauci lied to the American people. We know he lied. He said, "Don't you don't need to wear a mask. Don't buy a mask." And they lied because there was not because this goes back. This is another problem with America is we don't make anything in America anymore. We depend on everything is imported. Right. So we, this is a whole rabbit hole that we don't need to go down. But um, so 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 I hear this still like, OK, so Dr. Fauci lied a month, a year and a half ago. So he doesn't know anything. I, I don't understand that mentality, you know, the, yeah, the wholesale dismissal. Yeah, it's like, so he's just done. Like all his 40, 50, 60 years of, of service and experience is out the window because he lied a year and a half ago based on, uh, I think it was a terrible call. I mean, it was politically stupid and and mm-hmm. just dumb to do. But I, I still think he's a brilliant guy. And I still listen to the CDC. It's, it's so... Yeah, but I mean, I, the, the people who are saying don't don't believe him because he, he lied once are probably the people who are listening to a pathological liar about other things. So they're, well, they're it's, it's not character making... assa- it's it's political warfare. It's, it's character assassination. Yeah. So you take this one thing and you I mean, it's it's the same thing. Um, oh, it was an article I was reading today. Um, Elizabeth Warren, lover or hater, whatever. Uh, not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But the the assassination on her was just absurd about, you know, the whole like Trump called her Pocahontas and all this stuff. And she, she claimed oh, right. native American ancestry. Oh my goodness. Like, is that a reason to dismiss this person completely? Her whole <laughs> political career, her whole background. Yeah. And it happened. It was like, yeah, she can't, you know, she can't be president. No, no, no. It was like, that was what? Like, and that's just how it works now. It's crazy. Yeah. So like Fauci. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, that was a, a really uh, poor decision, but can we probably, can we just take a look at like the whole track record? Yeah. You know, like look at the, all the transcripts instead of just like the <laughs> one assignment. The, the bad know, like, call. Maybe yeah. there's something, 
even, I'm not even saying he's a good guy. I'm not even going to go that far. I'm just going to say maybe, maybe you should consider some of their achievements other than this one thing, which, yeah, maybe it's monumental, but I don't know. That's just the way it works. The Elizabeth Warren one is funny to me because she went and did that like 23andMe test or whatever to, oh, to prove. God, and it's she just like, it. it's walked like, it. uh, <laughs> I, I heard the best, the best line I ever heard from this was Elizabeth Warren. She's such a nerd that she just, it's such a mm. nerd response. It's like, you, you're stupid. No, I'm not. I have a note yeah. from my doctor that says I'm smart. You know, look, <laughs> look at this note. And it's just like, it, it, it's just so true. Like she just played right into Trump's hands. And it's just like, I, I, the, the political instincts there are so terrible, but I, I hate that it's, it's all about that. You know, it's not a, it's a, it's a, a cult of personality and it's not about the, her policies, which is what it, what really yeah. affect people. And, uh, it's it's why why this this whole rage against Fauci is so annoying because it's it's actually affecting the policy that they're trying to implement and people are just saying no you lied to me a year and a half ago you're a hack you're a loser I'm gonna listen to yeah. Dr Drew or whatever you know some other uh, yeah. you know uh, madcap doctor or whatever and and it's it's craziness yeah it, it's really uh it's let's, let's pull it's it back to korea here, i'm sorry i'm sorry how okay, okay. how, how sure. do you how do you guys think about the fact that korea was like number one at the beginning and america was like number whatever the however many countries there are in the world that number um and now it's like kind of not flipped exactly i mean we still have fewer cases than are happening there and but it feels like america has things under control now and it, it feels compared to our numbers that Korea doesn't have anything under control. Like, and, and I don't like to use the actual numbers because American audience listening and saying like, oh, they've got a thousand a day. They're just like, that's nothing. And <laughs> that's a blip. But yeah. you got to remember, I, I remember last yeah. summer when we had nine a day and, you know, it was just crazy. So a thousand a day for us is, is a lot. And, and our numbers are going up and the U.S. numbers are, are generally still on a downward trend. I believe I haven't been checking the numbers as obsessively as I was a while back. We're eight, we're just for reference as of today, we're 86th in the world for total number of infections and the uh, incidence rate, no, it's mortality. Let me look for incidence. But is that mortality rate is very low. It's yeah. To, of total cases. You can, uh, I, I would say we're, we're are only 50 Korea? million. You're saying Korea? Uh, yeah. Korea. Okay. Um, yeah, and I then don't really the care. Incidents... Like, total cases, I don't think is really useful because that's, I mean, right now I right. want to compare, you know, the last That's why I was about to say the incident, the incidence rate here is nice. 29th. Where's the U S now? So 20. Uh, I imagine it's still right on the top. No. Um, Just curious. I haven't looked at the numbers in a while. Well, I think why can't I this definitely comes down to the vaccine, right? I mean, that's oh, America's exactly, vaccination exactly. program for sure. And I have some I have some stats for you guys here about Korea's uh, current vaccination uh, uh, stats here. And 15.4 million people have been vaccinated with the first shot. So that's 30 percent mm. of the country in Korea have been vaccinated. So I'm assuming that they're all people 65 or older or people that had underlying health issues like that must be the first tra tranche of uh, or doctors. Uh, right. Or that, course, uh, medical but... professionals. Yeah. Um, the, Actually, my, my mother-in-law just got her second shot today. Um, oh, fantastic. But she, 
Yeah, she's in one of the earlier groups, though, because she works like with uh, with older folks like as a part time job. So she's like in the age group and in the like the job, the part time job group as well. So, well, she's in she's only in the she's in the 10 percent right now because 10.6 percent of the country, 5.4 million people are fully Mm -hmm. vaccinated right now. So uh, it's kind of leads me to my to the uh, sorry, Ryan, you were looking something up. Did you want to? uh, Yeah, I I need need to make a correction. The incidence rates that I was looking at, they when they sort, they sort from the lowest number to the highest number. So obviously, like a lower number means like a higher incident rate. So um, the U.S. for for incident rate is 11th nation in the world. And Korea is like 112th nation in the world for incident rate. So we're still Japan's. More than more than 112, 122. There's a 121 nations that have a higher higher incident. 110. Oh well, considering the Olympics are coming, that's not as still not good. Um, okay, so I mean, yeah, we're other still big countries beating America, though I don't like saying that. Like that's <laughs> weird, but we're still doing considerably better than there. But yeah, just because that, that's so that goes back to my question. Like, I mean, knowing the numbers now affects how I think about it. But how do you guys feel about reading America, reading that anyone, you can walk into a, a, the gas station today and get your shot, you know, like in, in the oh. States pretty much. And, it drives and here me we're, crazy. we're behind on shots. Our numbers are driving, our numbers are going crazy. We're probably going to be getting, we're probably going to be breaking records in the next couple of days. Like it feels that we're on like a crazy downturn, even if we're still not doing as poorly. But it, pure numbers wise as america is but is it and it feels is, like america is just taking care of it what's that due to though because if you look at the number of vaccines that have been administered in korea i haven't compared the rate of up like the uptake of the vaccine of the inoculations what do you call it i haven't compared the rates of us and korea but i think korea is way faster we went from like really no vaccines administered we're, we're at like 20 20 million now and it's a population of 52 million so we're past the third uh, shots given i don't know if that's completed vac- vaccinations no like that's the, the know, first shot the no, that's not about first shot, shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but still it's um that's a pretty good where am i at? the u.s 19 was doing pretty million amazing six hundred thousand like the U.S. was 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 killing it for for that's a bad word. Sorry. I mean, we, <laughs> we had some days. We had some days there was a hundred thousand vaccines were given for the size of the population here. That's pretty substantial, I think. Hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, the but U.S. Okay, but the U.S. had a couple of days of two million, I believe. Um, and wow. that's yeah, yeah. They they really like when the U.S. when they cranked two up million their, in a day. Vaccine, there was a couple of days. I know there were a bunch of days of over a million, and I believe they hit. Wow. Don't we should look this up but yeah there were pretty high numbers and so i mean well the US he, biden like had a, seven times the population he he had a he had a like a july 4th uh uh goal right it was like 70 percent of the of the oh, country yeah. and i think they hit oh 67, i mean he needed but to get the country opened we're stuck now as quickly as possible i think we're stuck with with this kind of recalcitrant group of people that are just yeah. not going to yeah yeah go, go, you know they're not going to participate in it and and so um, I, I know we yeah, keep went up really sorry, quick spiraling back to the, the same point again. Um, but I think, uh, the, you know, you, you, you bring up a really excellent point. Um, wh- Ryan, Ryan, you, you said you're on a list to get the vaccine. What, uh, how, how did that work? Like I'm, I'm, I'm not on a list right now. So, uh, how, how did you, uh, how did you do that? 
my my girlfriend signed me up. It was on um I think it was via Cacao. I can look at it right now. Cacao does I think they have the the, the yeah, waiting list sure sign up things. Yeah, it's cacao. Um actually should admit this. I got a phone call for it, but I'm doing like a nocturnal schedule right now for my runs. So I was asleep when I got the call oh. and I missed it. And I could have I could have gotten um the shot and it was like it was like instant i signed up for it i think it was like 48 hours i got the call uh but yeah i missed it and um i don't know if that kicks me down the list or whatever but they mm-hmm. uh hasn't been since then that's that was over almost two weeks ago maybe because hmm. now I've my wife mentioned that she's she's uh the teachers at least in gyeonggi i don't maybe it's different between seoul and, and gyeonggi as far as how they they roll it out or maybe it's all like by city i'm not sure how they're you know how they're distributing the the vaccines or whatever but uh she said the Honestly, teachers, teachers are are scheduled for late july and i'm i'm trying to figure out if we're part of that you know that trench no. you know as far we... as i know that's only public school teachers it definitely yeah. does not include hagwon mm-hmm. teachers i'm pretty sure it doesn't include university teachers mm-hmm. um i'm i'm like 90 percent sure it doesn't include uni um unfortunately that's just i think public school teachers is what they're mostly worried about because that's like you know it's public things whereas the university is mostly private stuff like that so they're worried yeah. about just getting those kids getting those kids in the classroom getting the kids i mean because you know, that's another population that has been affected other than business owners are our parents you know having to deal with their their kids being partially home or, or home some days or whatever i don't know how how um, double how, how like two you know working parents manage this over the last uh, year and a half i'm just i just don't know no. how they were able to manage it it's it's uh if i hadn't been home well the, 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 i guess it doesn't matter because you know my uh my, my kid's older so uh, but i'm trying to i'm trying to think of if like i had a young uh you know an elementary aged uh, child Man, it would be. I think that goes that goes back to something right from the very beginning, Jack, that you were talking about as well. Is is how we have like kind of dealt with this and what it's been like for us. Like you kind of started mm. with that, and and I think all three of us to some extent. And I know I've mentioned this to Ryan in the past and with other people as well. We're all affected. Certainly, our lives have changed over the course of of the past year and a half due to due to this. But all things considered, it hasn't been a crazy negative downturn mm-hmm. in our lives. You know, we've been able to handle it. You've been able to be at home with, with your daughter. Um, we've been able to work from home. Uh, my wife is out of work because of it. But because we've been at home, that hasn't really been that huge of an issue. Um, I'd say that's the biggest like, negative thing in, in, in my case. But there's so many people sure. that you know or know of who are business owners of a PC bong or a Norebang who are just getting boned or, you know, parents who have to deal with their kids. There's so many people that are getting it much worse off than, than we do. And so it really does feel like this, this liminal space of this, this past year and a half that kind of all blends together for me. Like today, yesterday and last February are all kind of the same. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like make the most of it. Like when, when COVID started, um, I don't want to go too much uh, exposure here, but you could talk to my girlfriend about this. I, I got pretty depressed. I really went down. I didn't see it happening. Um, yeah, it, it hit me 
uh, hardest when it came to the break periods, because in our schedule, and again, for listeners that you know, are tuning in because they want to know about our lifestyles as also um, teachers and working here, we have four months of holiday a year. And I use that four months. That four months is a big part of my, not just like, um, you know, go sit on a beach and drink a cocktail. It's, yeah. it's a big part of my existence for the last 12 years is taking that time and using it to do things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I, I rode my bike uh, through Spain and like I've, I've done a lot of the different adventures. And I know Kevin has done um, many things like this as well. And having that taken away, it's, it's removing a big part of your, your lifestyle. Now, no one wants, most people don't want to hear <laughs> someone bitching yeah, about, yeah. oh, you lost your four months of vacation, a-hole. <laughs> like, I was on the phone with my dad. It was my birthday just um, last week. So I was on the phone with my, my, my dad. Uh, and I was ca- trying to explain this to him. I'm like, you know, no one wants to hear it because like, my situation is, is easily among all of my family and like 90% of my friends, I have the best situation, right. but it still sucks unto myself. It's still well, like, you that's know, the thing you can't, you, you, it, I don't think, I, I don't think that our brains work that way. You know what I mean? I think you, you, you had this thing that was your, you know, your raison d'etre, you know, you're like, you're, you know, like I want to yeah. see the world. And, and all of a sudden you just lost this piece of, of your life that is so important to you. I, I don't think that the brain necessarily can manage all the the feelings of everybody you know it's just you're just kind of like this is how i feel right now um i, I went a, a different way i i i started losing the war on car- carbohydrates i guess you would say i <laughs> i tried to eat my way out of the pandemic but uh uh how'd that work how'd that work uh yeah it it was uh it was terrible it's bad for your cholesterol you kept eating and we're we're still here <laughs> i you know i I, I my weight went up i, I, I think i gained like 15 kilograms and i lost like 10 kilograms and i gained five and i lost 10 for real so i, I got yeah I, wow. I, I just went way up and, and way down so um yeah it's it's it just it's so weird how it affects you you know uh, kevin what was what's your yeah. uh uh ryan was, was uh, felt down i i tried to eat my way out of the pandemic what was your uh coping mechanism um I, as, as you two know, we've been dealing with an old dog for the past year. Our, our, our pup is kind of ill and she's been our coping mechanism. So honestly, even if, if Corona wasn't a thing, I wouldn't really be going out much anyway, because I have to to take care of her. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, we've also dedicated everything into, into dealing with her and making sure that she gets her, you know, one hour walks in every day. And so dealing with our, our dog has probably kept us as, as sane as, as anything actually yeah, you that's it, yeah. an, an interesting thing in korea as well I, I don't know if it's only korea but i have definitely seen it here um people are adopting more and more pets over the past year because they aren't able to fill that social need by going out and so animals are becoming more and more and more i mean the number of people who are adopting animals in the past many years has been increasing but in the past year from i've seen some articles about how that's just gone way up actually people are adopting more and more animals to be at home to be their companion since they can't go out. God, I hope there's not like a, a influx of street dogs when we come out of this thing, you know, it's like, uh, oh, I, I, I had my furry friend, uh, you know, my, my COVID buddy, but I uh, don't need you anymore. So yeah. Well, hopefully yeah, not. Swings the other that, way. <laughs> yeah. Never give a, never give a puppy as a gift for a Christmas present. Right. Yeah. Uh, we should also just, um, 
kind of going long here on this, but I think it's it's worth tying into this discussion. We're talking about, you know, the negative side of what COVID life was like here, but we sh- I'd like to also just throw out what we've done for coping because mm-hmm. it's a unique place to be kind of trapped in this situation. Uh, I have some friends that at the early days of COVID, they just jumped ship. They went straight to the United States. Um, maybe not oh, the greatest really? place yeah. to wait out the <laughs> virus. Out of the, I was going to say, it, it, out of the, the frying pan into the fire, but that's that's not yeah, strong in, enough. In the beginning, yeah. in the beginning, yeah. In the beginning, when this whole thing kicked off, I mean, the news here was much, much more, much more severe, and the U.S. seemed like a safer place. Mm-hmm. I remember, oh, I remember Ryan, February of last yeah. year. I remember you talking to me and being like, "Dude, thinking about hopping on a plane right now. The numbers here are crazy," and, and right. you were you were halfway yeah. halfway to the airport. Yeah, I mean, it was reasonable. It was reasonable. It was like it's yeah, all of the, the news. It's burning up here. It's this new thing. Uh, look at Wuhan. It was just like, yeah. I mean, I've got a place to be. So, yeah, yeah. but. Uh, going, going to my point, I was, I was wanting to say like how we've been coping with it. So for me, um, the way I got out of my funk was, well, one, I was, I'm living with someone who called me out on it. It's like, you know, mm. you're kind of a boring person right now that helps. Uh, for sure. but I just started getting a lot more. I tried, I tried making a lot of like my, my hobbies a little more aggressive. And nothing really, really stuck. So I, I play a little music. So I tried writing some new songs and stuff. It just didn't really stick. I needed something that was um, really purpose driven, really like, and it had to, it had to be something with a schedule, with a pattern. And that's where like, I've always been a runner for, for years and years, but I've run more in the last 12 months than any, any 12 month period of my entire life. And I, I've been just... I think having like statistics, like um, collecting the data and just having like those goals, it was yeah. a thing. It's nothing. It's just running. It's it's probably the most like banal, like unless you're talking to another runner, there's not much of a conversation to give here. You know, and I'm not racing. I'm not I'm not training to get better. I'm not there's trying no to get heart better. attack at the end of yours, though, like mine, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just I just the, my goal was just go out. Yeah. And but because I had that it got me into this pattern where I started, I don't know, maybe it's just also just doing cardio makes you feel good. Right. But I had to have something. It just was a, it was a simple goal and it, it flipped the switch for me. And suddenly I started seeing the opportunities that I have with all this free time and how this is a blessing and how I need to take advantage of it and be grateful. Um, but it, it really started with, I, I don't think, I don't think it's just it's that it's exercise. It was having a pattern where mm-hmm. it's like, every week you're doing this thing right yeah. you got to keep it going well think, now, think about this yeah. um I, this this kind of uh messes with my head and i know we're going a little bit long but uh uh think of like when you're teaching how much you're moving your body it, it is you know yeah. outstanding and 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 think of now all of a sudden you're just plopped down on the sofa for that whole eight hours where you would have been walking around i mean i think you've just transferred some energy from one space to another and you found an yeah. outlet for that. I, I dabbled with that. the gym and exercise, but it's I'm so uh, you know it's 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 kind of off and on for me. Um, what I did do was I bought a uh, a little travel guitar. Have you ever seen these before? They're like uh, it's an inverted the, the the sound hole is becomes the neck and the and the, it's 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 backwards and 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 it's a little electric guitar that runs on a nine volt battery. And so I put a headphones on. <laughs> And I just noodle the pentatonic scale 
in the living room while my nice. wife and my daughter are watching TV or watching movie. And I just practice the scales uh, over and over again. And it was just, it's such, it's like an outlet of just, it's therapy. And yeah, you, gotta you have, have something. to do something. You gotta have something. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have the thing. All right. Well, yeah. I think uh, Kevin, Kevin, that's a good oh, place to end. Oh, sorry, Kev, did you want, I, we, uh, I skipped over you. I'm sorry, man. Oh no, you guys positive have done thing. Uh, 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 positive things. I've, I've mostly just gone crazy. I'm slowly losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the million dollar question. We could leave it at this. Do you think we're going to be online next semester or do you think they're going to pull this thing together, you know, pull off the miracle? What's your, no, I just. Every, yeah. every time you, we, we talk about this, like every week, my answer changes. Had you asked yeah. me this yep. two weeks ago, I would have said like, maybe. 100% you know, like, we're in the classroom is what I would have said. I wouldn't have said a hundred, but I would have said that's pretty good odds. Um, as of today, it's no it's not looking very not not very looking very likely but yeah who knows maybe maybe two weeks from now my my opinion will be changed yet again because something else is gonna change uh as of right now i would be surprised if we go in the classroom they're gonna they're probably gonna pull the plug pretty quick here but we'll see that's yeah, my, last my two, it, it, last last week last week based on the stats and seeing the downtrend for the last 10 days i was like hmm, it's coming together yeah they're getting the <laughs> vaccine rolled out huh, it'll be all right. And then like yesterday, Kev, Kev hits me up on a text message or whatever. It's like, yeah, there's like over a thousand. I'm like, what? Okay. Right. Well, this flip, flip the story. How funny is over. this? Like our, this, this COVID episode is totally different than the one that we just had, you know, two weeks ago. It's just so bizarrely, you know, I mean, we, we talked about oh, the yeah. same topic, but it's, it's essentially it, things have just sh shifted. So seismically, so quickly, you know? And uh, so, you know, we can never count it out that will, you know, not be, in the classroom, but it's just not looking good. And that's why, right. you know, that's why we need those, you know, kind of external coping mechanisms, like, you know, that like running and, and uh, like this, the podcast, talking the podcast. to you guys. This but it is, is one of the things, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is our jam every week. It's awesome. There it is. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, uh, let's leave her there. And uh, I'll, I'll just do the outro here quickly. Um, don't forget to uh, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. We, uh, we need more subs. Uh, if you like the video, hit the like button. That uh, helps with the algorithms. I don't know. I just made that up. But, uh, and uh, if you're listening to the podcast, sure. it's the thing, right? Uh, you can find us on all the major platforms. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon Music, uh, Pandora, uh, TuneIn. And uh, if you really want to help us out, uh, this is something that really does help is leave a review uh, in Apple Podcasts. Give us a, a good uh, review in Apple uh, Podcasts, and that will uh, really move us up the list and uh, get more eyes on our podcast. And the, the, uh, the deal remains the same. Send me an email or send us an email at thesoulpatch at gmail.com and spell soul, S-E-O-U-L. And whoever writes that, that email, I will read it at the beginning of the podcast. I promise you, no matter what you say, I don't care uh you know the good the bad the ugly. it's a terrible I, I, promise I'm so I'm, I'm, it's a terrible promise but i'm so excited <laughs> i know i know actually i kind of hope it's terrible it, it, that'd be more fun right if someone just tries to rip Almost. us a new one yeah um and you know if you have anything to add to the discussion or there's some topic that you guys want us to uh talk about send us an email the soul patch at gmail.com uh take care everybody we'll catch you next week here at the patch good night later bye